in the hobby. It's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking that we could pull, I don't know, Hall of Famer. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. There is nothing more fun than opening an Arena Club slab pack. I mean, it is so much better than any mystery pack that I've ever purchased because there is a focus on transparency. There is a display of available cards. There are hit rates you can get. When you're graded, you're given a rationale. It is the marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, and displaying. Arena Club Slab Packs are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. Whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash badmoney. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack, that's $40 right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash badmoney for 10% off your first purchase. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. supposed to earn it or what to do with it or how to keep it you're a freak with a dark shameful secret but you're not the only one get your hidden financial fears with a blast of sun now your healing has begun it's bad with money with gabe s done Hello and welcome to bad with money a show about finances and feelings where we don't talk down to you we finally we finally have River Nice on the show. Do you want to say who you are and what you do? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. So my name is River Nice. My pronouns are they, them. And I am a queer anti-capitalist independent financial planner. How did you start doing this? Oh, so I used to work in tech and it wasn't for me. And when Trump got elected, I was like, well, there has to be a way to use what I am good at to help queer people. And my partner at the time had a lot of credit card debt from her gender transition. And I had just sat with her and just intuitively made her a budget and debt plan. And she was like, you have to help us with this. Nobody knows how to do this. And the whole internet just told me to stop buying makeup and avocado toast. And it wasn't helpful. 
so she's the one who gave me the idea that like doing financial planning for queer people could be a useful thing. That was the start. (laughs) What specifically are things that the queer community needed help with? I mean, just like someone who already understands what it is to be queer. I mean, you know what it's like, just being able to talk to somebody about money and not have to explain what hormones are, what gender affirming surgery is, that family planning takes a little extra effort and sometimes a lot of extra money. Like (laughs) there's just like those basic, just like competency of understanding what our lives are like. But then there are specific financial things like applying for life insurance is a very gendered application. You have to apply as a male or a female and which one you choose affects how expensive it is. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Life insurance and disability insurance. Wait, say more about that. (laughs) So when the insurance companies decide how much they're going to charge a specific person to have life insurance with them, they are looking at statistically people of this quote unquote, like sex and people of this age and people with these health statuses and people with this BMI, because they are fat phobic and ableist as hell, are this level of risk of dying young. <laughs> so for someone who is statistically more likely to die young, they're going to charge that person more money to have the life insurance. Yeah, we're like really into it already. Like it's gross out here. Not that you don't already know that. That means that someone with the sex marker F gets cheaper life insurance because quote unquote women quote unquote live longer. Whereas disability insurance, sex marker F makes your disability insurance more expensive because we are assumed to have pregnancy risk, which is a risk for disability. So... (laughs) applying for these things in very gendered ways has a very real immediate impact on how much our lives cost. Oh my God. So what do you tell people to do? So every insurance company has their own policy or procedure about how they decide which sex marker we have. I do not have yet a comprehensive list because all of the companies are still like waking up to the fact that trans people exist. So they're all changing their policies all the time. So ideally, you work with an insurance broker who knows that trans people exist and will do that research for you. And then if you are willing to play the game and can play the game, perhaps one insurance company will use birth certificate and a different insurance company will use driver's license and you can try to apply for the cheaper option in either situation. But take this all with a grain of salt. I am not actually your financial advisor and I'm not advising you to commit insurance fraud. I would never do that. Um, So (laughs) we just need to know. (laughs) We love being law-abiding citizens of this great nation. (laughs) But if there is a company that decides your sex in one way, then we follow that rule. And if there's a company that decides what your sex is in a different way, then we follow that rule. So that's that's some of the more specific stuff. So I wanted to talk to you about rebuilding Mm. because like how many people come to you and they're not starting for the first time, they're starting over. Mm -hmm. It definitely happens, especially like post-divorce or breakup kind of situation or like big career change, career burnout situations. Yeah, that definitely does happen. And the majority of folks that I work with are folks who are like, oh, I finally have not just survival money. So what do I do now? And so whether it's the first time, second time, third time, it's like, nobody really talks about how stressful it is to leave survival mode. But it is really stressful because you know what it was like to be there and you don't want to waste this opportunity. 
Yeah. Like if you get a little bit of money, it's sort of like we have people writing in saying, well, how, how do I invest? Where do I invest? How do you even open an account? What do you do? Is that something that you walk people through? Yes. And I give a free Investing 101 workshop once in a while. There's a recording of it on my link tree right now because that is like a huge question. Like a lot of investment advice out there is just like, here's how to choose which ETF. And like (laughs) people are just like, literally, what are the words you're saying to me? Like one of the most common questions I get is, River, what buttons do I click to make the investing happen? Like I literally know you. So yeah, starting from scratch like that is what I am all about because we're not given financial education in this country for a reason. And I want to help fix that, especially for the queer community. Yeah. I think also a thing that keeps coming up is people not being sure what to invest in that is ethical. Like a lot of, I've been reading a lot of money books, which has just fried my brain. And a lot of them are like, look, we're amoral. Like, Here's what makes you rich. And then that, that's been a criticism of this show too. It's like, well, the show's not going to make you rich. And I'm like, never said it was going to. So people are like, how do I make sure I'm not investing in like the companies where oil gets on ducks or whatever? And so that's something that, that I think people are really concerned about. And I don't want to say like queer people aren't capitalists because I'm sure there are, but Ellen DeGeneres for one, maybe, <laughs> but Buttigieg, maybe <laughs> Susie Orman. Oh my God. Okay. Well, but I think like, you know, there is more of a push to be to be ethical with your money in some way. So if you get money all of a sudden, you're like, how do I do this without turning into an asshole? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a super common conversation that I have with my clients. And I start with pointing out like, this is still late stage capitalism. Like there is no actually ethical choice here. We are doing our best to survive the tail end of an unethical system that's been around for hundreds of years. Like, and when we're talking about like individual humans, even if you just inherited half a million dollars, that is such a tiny drop in the bucket of the global stock market. Like, I don't want people to fall into this idea of like, if any of my money is actually invested in Amazon, I am as equally bad of the problem as Jeff Bezos is. Like, it's just not... (laughs) That's not it. And so we think about what is the reasonable amount of effort to put into avoiding the stuff that is the biggest harm. And the easiest resource to find that data for yourself is the As You Sew database. You can go to prisonfreefunds.org, I believe it is. As You Sew, that's interesting. Yeah, it is prisonfreefunds.org. So you can look at like, You could go look at your 401k right now, see what funds am I invested in there, and then search that fund in the prisonfreefunds.org. And it'll tell you grade A through F, how much are you investing in private prisons, border control facilities, fossil fuels, deforestation, weapons manufacturing. (laughs) And like those data points feel useful and measurable to me. The same database will also tell you the gender equality score, but that one I don't really trust because if you put a cis white woman in charge of the private prison, that doesn't count to me as gender equality. So, (laughs) (laughs) But she's a girl boss. Exactly. She is a girl boss who is just committing human rights atrocities every day. (laughs) And that's equal rights. (laughs) That's supporting, that's the that tweet that's like, I support female rights and female wrongs. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, you could spend an endless amount of time researching the ethics of everything you could possibly do with your money. But if we're talking about like 
individual humans who are not billionaires. It's just like, decide what is the reasonable amount of time to put into avoiding as best as you can with what you have access to in your accounts, the things that are the worst and that are actually measurable. So the big fear, and we touched on this a little, is like, even if you get a bunch of money, the fear is then going back to zero. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm someone who has definitely fluctuated. And it's so funny, like when people interview me and they're like, so you were bad with money and now you're good. And I'm like, I don't think it's linear in that way. Like I definitely have been good, but like, or had more money, but then, you know, you have a bad year that you don't get paid that much for stuff. Things go down, something happens. So like, how do you, how do you explain to people that? Because I think like, also, if you've, if you didn't, if you didn't have money, then the fear is like, it's just going to go away. But, but that is real. That's a real fear. It could all just go away. Yes. Mm -hmm. So how do you like get through that fear part? Because it's real. It's like, it's like being afraid of spiders. And you like, if you're afraid of like ghosts, you can reasonably be like, okay, ghosts aren't real. But if you're afraid of spiders. It's like, well, spiders will be in your house. Yes. <laughs> Managing my finances is incredibly stressful and time consuming. I'm sure you guys know you've been with me on this journey. You know how many finance apps I've tried. You know how much they haven't worked for me. And I'm always on the hunt for a finance app that fits my life. And then I tried Monarch. It is so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization, constant product improvements. I really value an app that allows me to do all of this without confusion. And especially important to me is intuitive design and the ability to personalize because clearly finance is not one size fits all. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, the top-rated personal finance app, also has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Together, you can see all your finances, collaborate on your budget, and get insights on your cash flow and recurring transactions. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Are you saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation? Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Have you been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, rarely updated? So was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful and ad-free and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Experience a personal finance app that prioritizes the user experience above all else. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications, and more. Plus, there's ad-free privacy you can trust. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash badmoney for your extended 30-day free trial.
Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. You guys know that I have had allergies for forever. I've had seasonal allergies since I was a kid. It causes pressure in my face, under my eyes. They're my ultimate handbrake. When my nose is plugged up, I feel like I can't do anything. I can't enjoy food because I can't taste it. I can't work out because I feel tired and distracted. I can't even host the show because my voice sounds like a duck. And listen... I am already dealing with vocal strain from testosterone and my voice dropping. I don't need any more problems with allergies. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for allergies like probably for the last 10 years or something. And it's been an absolute life changer. I can go outside without my eyes watering like a fountain. I can speak without feeling like a frog has jumped in my throat. I get really embarrassed when I'm sneezing all the time. I have like an itchy nose or throat, like ugh, like just the, the itchiness in the back of your sinuses is like so distracting and so annoying. And I get like pressure in my ears too. It's really painful. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies. It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a new candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. It would be so much easier if I was looking for someone to help me with sweetening audio or let's say someone to run my merch shop or all the little things that go into running a podcast. Usually something like that would be so slow and overwhelming. And honestly, I wish I had used Indeed and I will use Indeed in the future. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Just go to Indeed.com slash badwithmoney right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash bad with money. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, when people talk to me about like, I am afraid that the money's going to all disappear. Like the first thing is like, yeah, that's real. You know, like trying to pretend like it's not real is not going to help you feel any better. And I'm not trying to just like gaslight people into like, you're fine. This country's totally solid. You definitely you know, can trust the government to keep us alive. So the next step is to kind of just reality check what do you have going on specifically and what are you able to do to protect yourself? 
So making sure that you have things like health insurance and disability insurance, if you can access it, renter's insurance, car insurance, you know, like these private insurance companies and policies that are set up to protect us financially since the government doesn't. And then make sure that you have savings, easy to access in a savings account for when the next unexpected thing comes up. And I'll talk through with people, how much do you need to actually have in your emergency savings? Because I know the whole internet says six months worth of expenses, but nobody can save up that much anymore. It's just not a thing for most people. So instead, I help talk through my clients. And I always say, we're going to put like a 20 minute timer on this. And then we're going to do something nice afterwards, because just imagining all the ways in which you could lose all of your money is not a good time for your brain. But we'll talk through what are the actual risks relevant to your life. You know, if you have pets, then what would an emergency vet situation cost? If you don't have pets, we don't have to worry about that situation. If you have a car, what is your deductible that you would have to pay if you're in a car accident? But if you don't have a car, we don't have to worry about that emergency. Just going through that list of like the five or six most common financial emergencies that I see and how much money would help you get through that. And if you have enough money to handle two of them at the same time, I think you are a reasonable level of protected for when that next unexpected thing comes up. So then when you're scared, like, oh, what if everything goes away? You're like, okay, these are the reasonable steps that I have taken to protect myself. And like, if my income goes away, here's what I will do next. And now you have like a, a grounded plan for how you're going to do your best to handle the situations. I read a lot of finance books, like I said, and I'm going to do an episode about Jim Cramer because he's ridiculous. But his book, the beginning of his book is like, he's like, you must get life insurance. You must get disability insurance. Like he bangs on about that, which I haven't heard anywhere else. And I was like, that's so interesting because I feel like people don't, wouldn't think of that as like a first step because it's something that you kind of take for granted, at least some people do. But, you know, it's hard to, to reasonable, it's hard to reasonably in your brain be like, I'm going to pay upfront for all of these things. I'm going to have X amount in, in insurance because until something happens, you're like, why am I paying for this? But it's so hard because medical debt is like not one of the number one things that can happen to you. The insurance thing is tricky, especially things like life insurance, because you pay for that hoping that you never use it. Like, I don't want to die like <laughs> so yeah exactly <laughs> it sucks that we live in a place and a time that we have to protect ourselves and our loved ones through these means if we can even access it if we can even afford it like you know if you have a salaried tech job you've got life insurance disability insurance health insurance and a 401k but if you're self-employed like you would have to pay for those things yourself if you're a freelancer gig worker like retail worker, like you would have to buy those things yourself. And disability insurance is really expensive because statistically, we're all very likely to experience disability at some point. So and if you qualify, if you even qualify mm -hmm. for those things. Yeah, absolutely. The whole system is so ableist and fat phobic and transphobic. Like it's just, it's not easy to access these things, especially if you are already a marginalized person. Yeah. I mean, even not realizing that you are trans until later, which I don't know anything about that. <laughs> but, you know, it's like I had a breast reduction because I thought that will solve everything. And that was like $10,000 that I had saved to do that. And then four years later, I was like, oops, they need to they need to go entirely. And luckily, that was with insurance, mostly. 
but like that's an expense that I don't know that other people would have. And I was like lucky to have insurance for it, but it is something that it felt to me like rebuilding. It felt to me like, okay, now I have to start over with how much is this going to be? And I spent, I don't know, $300 on stuff at CVS that I thought I would need while recovering. Like I bought metal straws and I bought gauze and I bought scar tape and I bought Arnica and like, you know, all this, this, I went sort of overboard with money that I didn't necessarily have extra of at that point. Or even like, you know, the amount of, you know, the testosterone and the minoxidil that I put to grow my mustache and like all these things that like I wouldn't me four years ago would be like not have budgeted for or not have thought of. And so I think it's like, to me, it feel and I'm going through a breakup, but we don't have to, we can't get into that because I am going to interview a divorce attorney who isn't my mom, by the way, listeners, different divorce attorney. But yeah, like, you know, there's all these things that are unexpected that that happen and like I you you know you're talking about your your ex I think who what do you do if you're like oh my god I'm gonna I'm starting over from scratch as a as a person now yeah yeah totally right and that is what got me started on this whole journey right is my ex had like done whatever it took to get the clothes and the makeup and the stuff that made her want to continue to be here so like you do what you gotta do I want to say like credit card debt doesn't make you a bad person So if that's the thing that's going to get you through to tomorrow and to next week and to next month, like you do what you got to do and then make a plan for it. Like going into credit card debt to get the clothes you need, the surgery you need, the medicine you need, like if that's what you have to do to get through to next week or next month, that's what you do. And then (laughs) make the plan to deal with it, you know? So like someone who's starting over feels like, you know, I don't, have much money going on right now and I need things like I would start with what are your survival needs and what do they cost and no one gets to tell you what counts as a survival need my Spotify subscription to me counts as a survival need because like I need something for my brain when I'm not in a good brain place (laughs) so that 11 bucks a month counts to me as a survival need you know my ex like makeup cigarettes like those counted So you get to decide what that is and then you make a game plan for how you're going to pay for it. And ideally, you find enough income and or savings to be able to pay for the things. But if credit card debt is what helps you pay for the things to get through to next week to make the next plan, then that's the game that you're playing to get through this moment. Does that help? Yeah, I think also I bang on about this in my Jim Cramer way. I put on a hat, I scream about it. (laughs) Interest rates are what's important. So if you if you sign up for a credit card that has, you know, 0% APR for the first year or whatever, you got a year to figure it out. I don't know. I'm also like, is this good advice? It's just what I do. I just basically say what I do, which is like, you know, you transfer, you do like a balance transfer to another credit card that has 0%. I, it's You can't do it so many times because the credit, comp- credit score companies will be like, hey, but, you know, that's something, I mean, Truly, like I had a really bad couple weeks ago or three weeks ago, a a bad time. And it was real. I mean, the things that are going on in this country regarding trans people are awful. And I had some other mental health stuff, but also I can't lie and say it wasn't about being trans. It definitely was. And 
like I I don't think if I didn't have top surgery already, I don't I don't know that I would have made it through. I I don't think I would be here because my brain was doing all kinds of gymnastics trying to trying to you know, I've talked about on JBU, I have a lot of problems with suicidal ideation. And so my brain was doing gymnastics. But really, what I said to my, my friend is like, if I didn't, like, people are like, this is just this isn't important. This isn't important. But like, I don't think I'd be here if I didn't already have top surgery. And I got top surgery in December. So I haven't even had it for that long. And like, that is real. Even like the testosterone that I take, I was explaining this to a straight bachelorette party a couple weeks ago. <laughs> that I'm allergic technically to the to the testosterone that I inject. I actually just got the new one that I might not be allergic to. So it's very exciting, but I'm allergic. And I still, every Friday, put it inside me. And it's not like, it's not a game. Like I'm, I'm like willing to get this welt not because I'm like on a whim deciding I'm a guy. Like it's, I'm joyfully giving myself hives. And like, if they took that away, I don't know what would ha- you know, like, so like all of this stuff, like when you're talking about what's necessary, it is like rebuilding expenses that I didn't think I would have, but there, I don't see a way to not do that. And I'm going through a breakup. And so I, Right now, like in the past, I've been very financially stable. And right now it's like nosedive. But what are you going to do? Totally. And I tell my clients while things are going well financially, like they're not going to go well forever. You're going to slip up or things are going to get too hard or something unexpected is going to happen to you. And like being compassionate with yourself, doing what it takes to get through the time period, telling yourself River said that it was going to get hard again. River said I can get back on the horse, you know, like I can pick back up where I am. I don't have to like catch up on the last six months of spreadsheets to like continue to move forward past this point. Like that's just part of life. And it's part of like living here and now as things are scary and in some ways getting worse. (laughs) Like we do what we got to do. Right. Hey guys, Gabe Dunn here. I just wanted to let you guys know that I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. And on that Patreon, I'm going to start doing live hangs with everyone who is a patron. So if you want to join the Patreon, you can get all these episodes ad-free, videos of our mailbag episodes, extra writing from me, blogs, fiction, other stuff, things that I'm thinking about with regards to money and personal stories, And also now live hangs with me on Zoom once a month. So join the Patreon. And if you're not a member of the Discord, hop on over to the Discord. That's free. The link will be in the description. It's so fun. So many of you guys talk over there. It's like truly popping off. Um, And if you're on the Discord, I would love to see you in the live hang. So I get to put a face to a name. So yeah, please join patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn and come hang out with me. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. 
You can cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Everything is more expensive these days when you're running a business, and you would be wise to find proven ways to cut costs and boost performance at the same time. The fact that you are able to reduce your IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud is incredible, and the ability to access your cloud financial system from anywhere saves you so much time and stress. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. I love to track progress. As you guys know from listening to this show, I'm constantly tracking my progress. What have we done so far in 2024? And spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans like for a car or a home. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. That's right, you can build your credit using your own money. Get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. With a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. Fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. Overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualified direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. Access 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. That's more than the top three national banks combined. Easily find one near you with the Chime app. Send and receive money. Use Chime to pay anyone. Chime members are not and cash out your money fee-free. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started at Chime.com slash bad money. That's Chime.com slash bad money. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. I also think like a big thing that I've talked about is like you have a savings, right? And you go, oh, it, let's say not a retirement. Let's say it's not in an IRA or it's not a 401k. There's no penalties. It's just a savings account, which uh, is like a high yield savings account. I have one that I got, right? Get one of those high yield savings account. So what's in there? So like, as my quote unquote divorce is ongoing, it, my gay divorce, and then the transition stuff, I needed to take some money out of that. That's what that's for. Like, I can't be like, no, my savings. Cause like, yes, you're not supposed to dip into your savings. Fine. But honestly, like, what is, what is that for then? Is it for me to sit here and panic and go into credit card debt? No, it's for me to like pull out money that is probably going to just go to rent. And then I have to fit. And then I have like, you know, I was like counting and I was like, okay, I have, I can go five months without getting paid for something and still pay my rent. Is that going to pay for the other stuff? No, but you know, okay. So then I'm like, great time. Timer starts now. And that's, but, but I can't waste the time. I mean, I have, I have wasted the time because I, I cry about money all the time, but like 
you know, you waste the time being like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe I had this money and now it's gone. I mean, not gone, but being used. I'm so glad you brought that up. I tell people always like save for a purpose and know what purpose your savings is for. And part of that is my approach of like, we are saving for a purpose instead of for the sake of hoarding. But part of it is so that when you use the savings for what it's for, it's a success. So this is my emergency savings that I will pay for things in an emergency. So using it to get through an emergency is a success. Or even this is money that I saved up for those special sneakers because my feet hurt if I don't get my special sneakers. Like spending that money on the special sneakers is a success. And I know it sucks to like, it takes so long to build up the savings in the first place and then to watch it disappear faster than the amount of time it took to build it up. Like that sucks. I'm not going to pretend it doesn't, but using it for what it's for is a success. And that's great that you are able to do that. I know, but now it's, now it's stressful and I beat myself up because I'm like, you put money in this thing and you it's, you know, now it's causing you problems or you like things aren't linear. Like I bought a house with my ex and now I don't, I will not be, I will not be owning that home. Am I still paying a mortgage on that home until the like quote unquote divorce goes through? Absolutely. I am. Was that the investment property that I hoped it would be? And that would provide me financial security for the rest of my life. So I could rent it out. Even if I didn't have any money, guess what, babe? That's not what happened. So it's, I felt very much like, okay, I'm an adult. And then I went back to being like a kid again. Mm. But you did like try stuff for yourself in your future and you did learn stuff and maybe you don't end up with as many dollars as you wanted to end up with. And that sucks. Like, I'm not going to say that doesn't suck, but like it, you're going to be able to do it again because you figured out your ways to bring in money, your ways to use money. And like, I don't know, I think about like, like timelines of life, you know, when you're queer, it sets your timeline back of like, at what age you're supposed to be able to do stuff. When you're trans, it sets you back more. And then when you have like a really unexpected, like divorce or major trauma or something, like it just sets your timeline back. So like, it's not that the money wasn't worth it or is like gone and never coming back or like what I did was wrong. It's that like the timeline's just different than expected. And that's part of us figuring out how to have the best lives we can have as queer trans people, you know? Yeah. It's funny. Like when I was younger thinking what I would have when I was older or being like, oh, you'll be married by X, Y, and Z. When now it's sort of like, why? <laughs> I know. My mom was 23 when my parents got married. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. I'm 30 and I'm like, I'm still too young. Like, <laughs> yeah, my parents were older when they got married. My, my dad was in his forties and my mom was in her mid thirties, late thirties. So I've always had that as a model, this thing that you have to sort of mourn and let go of as a queer person, what your timeline is and what you're going to be spending money on. I did not think nothing. I didn't think anything was happening until it was happening. Like I was like, Oh, I'm like in 2021, I was like, I'm non-binary, but I'm not going to do any medical stuff. And then six months later, well, I'm going to get top surgery, but, and then six months later, I, you know, I'm going to start hormones. Uh, I'm going to change all my clothes. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it, so I didn't, it's, it feels right. It feels so hard to have planned for any of that because I just didn't know. <laughs> totally. 
And each of those steps costs money that the cis straight people who've just been following the social script of the nuclear family, like don't have to deal with. Like it is just They had kids instead. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Which is expensive, but like less expensive than some of the ways that we would have available to us to have kids. So like, uh, yeah. It is also, maybe it is, maybe it's not rebuilding. Maybe it's just re- being a human and changing and rethinking who you are or what you want or, and being okay with even friends of mine who have gotten divorced, like what be, you know, changing what your situation is because life doesn't keep going forward. It's just kind of a, like a seesaw or like a, what's it called? Those, those rides at the carnival that are like, dude, dude. Oh yeah. Like the pirate ship swinging back and forth. Yeah. The pirate ship swinging thing. (laughs) Maybe it's that instead. Yeah. I don't know how this will land for you, but a lot of times when someone I know is like, well, I'm getting divorced or I'm recently divorced. I say, congratulations. Like yes, you (laughs) made a really, really hard decision that is in pursuit of your better life. Like regardless of like how that decision was initiated, like you're following through on a really hard major change that will, in the long run, improve the rest of your life. And that's not easy and it is expensive. And like, I think it's better to do that than to stay in something that is not the best life you could be having. Yeah. I mean, the financial abuse is real. Financial, we've talked about it on this show, financial obligation, like staying with people for that reason, those kinds of things. Like, really traps you. I mean, also people who can't afford to transition or people who can't afford to, you know, get gender affirming care, it breaks my heart or like, just feel like, oh, I shouldn't spend the money on that or I don't have the money. Yeah. 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 Or like at this point, like move to a place where you can be yourself. That's expensive too. (laughs) Like, so one of the things that you have on your, your personal goals is to send money to black and indigenous folks and also to prepare for climate change. So can you talk about like incorporating that kind of thing? Cause I remember in June of 2020, I was so felt really helpless. And so I started doing this thing where I would just go on Twitter and be like, if you are black, send me your Venmo. And then I was just sending people money because and then none. And then later my accountant was like, none of that is tax deductible. Like why were, but like, I get that, you know, like things happen. And then I'm like, I know I don't, I know I don't have that much, you know, disposable income right now, but I'm going to give all of it to the ACLU. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like how, how do you, how do you do all of that to get, you know, and, and I feel bad, right? Cause like sometimes I can afford to have a reoccurring payment to Planned Parenthood. And then other times I look at my budget and I'm like, okay, you you can't do $150 to Planned Parenthood every month. So let's, let's pause that for a while. Like it feels horrible. Yeah. 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 First thing I ask my clients to think about is like, where is this need to give coming from inside you? Because if it's coming from the like American individualism, exceptionalism, I'm going to be the one to save the world. Like, I don't think that's actually helpful to the community at large. And if it's coming, I see this a lot with like white queer people. If it's coming from like a white guilt, white savior, if I just suffer enough, that'll fix racism. Like (laughs) that's also not actually helpful to the community at large. Yeah. 
But when it's coming from a grounded, like, okay, me personally, River, I come from a line of like English and Irish, you know, white people in the US who created and perpetuated white supremacy, you know, like there's this English ancestry that is like the root of a lot of white supremacy in the world. Like, and I'm in a position currently today where it is easier for me to make a dollar than it is for a black trans person to make a dollar because I am a white trans person. Like, therefore, I'm going to share some of that as my reparations for the current day, like income and wealth inequality. Because we as individuals are never going to be able to make up for the whole of white supremacy that has to be like, at least a national effort, if not a global effort to like repair. Yeah, we did a great episode. Yes, we did a great episode with William Darity about about reparations. If people want to go check that out. He's also a great resource about that. Mm -hmm. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But then again, like for me personally, for me, River, like I live in West Philadelphia. I am a renter in a historically black neighborhood. So I am a symptom of gentrification, right? The white queer people move into the black neighborhood as one of the first signs of gentrification. And I'm running my business out of this apartment. So for me, as soon as my business was stable enough that I was able to pay my own bills on my business, like my own bills for the business and my personal life, like I was able to like support myself with my full-time work. I started giving away, I don't even want to say giving away. I started paying my reparations in the form of financial planning services for black queer folks or indigenous queer folks, making sure that the level of which I am giving is just above what I am paying in rent. And now that's specific to me as like a white business owner running my business out of a historically black neighborhood, making sure that the amount that I'm paying in reparations is higher than what I'm paying in the very low rent that I get by choosing this location. So some of my other clients who have like a fixed salary or something, or like an hourly wage or something like that, it'll just be like, do you 
want to be paying your reparations at an amount that's at least the amount that you pay on takeout per month or on traveling for fun or on these things that are not necessary to your survival, you know? Because I am not interested in hurting my own stability and chance for survival and chance for like long-term stability and contribution to the community. But I am interested in making sure that I am giving at a level that reflects that racial justice is as important as me just like doing fun stuff, (laughs) if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it is interesting because like I was going to say monetarily, the reason I was doing all that stuff on Twitter is because it was like the pandemic was at its height and I didn't feel that I could go to these, these marches and stuff as much as I wanted to, because I was like scared of COVID. And so that's why I was like, okay, I'm sitting at my little keyboard doing my stuff. But like, I think there's other things you can do besides giving money if you don't, you know, if you're not sure you can do that or or whatever. But that's just one example, you know, if you if you feel like you want to do other stuff, like how you were saying, you know, giving these resources to these people for free because X, Y, and Z. Yeah, something that I was doing in like 2020, because my business wasn't stable enough yet for me to give money. And I was yeah also not in a situation to be able to go march a lot is like, I talked to the other white people in my network and like, was like, what stuff do you have that you don't need? Like, my friend's mom had an extra window unit air conditioner. And that's a huge need in Philadelphia. So I just like drove to her house and picked up this air conditioner and cleaned it up and dropped it off for a family who needed it. So like, there are resources that don't have to be financial or don't even have to be like a service that you provide directly to a person that you can help. I would also go like, I wouldn't go to the protest, but I would go do jail support for the protesters who had been arrested. And like just being there as people are released and being like, you're great. Here's some water. How are you getting home? What do you need? Like, that's a huge resource for the community. There's, yeah, there's other ways to contribute. I was going to say too, the community aspect of it is really something that I think people don't engage with. Like a lot of people don't know their neighbors and stuff. And like, so I, with, with getting new clothes for changing my wardrobe, I asked a bunch of friends, like, are you getting rid of stuff? Or like, I, you know, I think there's sometimes we feel really embarrassed or it's hard to ask or it's hard to, you know, offer or something. And like, you know, I think there's, there's, you're not as alone as you think you are. There's free Craigslist, there's Facebook marketplace, there's just your friend. You can like be like my friend who's kind of my same size, who's a guy. I was like, are you getting rid of anything? And he was like, I was going to give some stuff to Goodwill. And I'm like, please give it to me. (laughs) I love that. Now I just wear his clothes all the time. And I was like, I was like, aren't you worried that I'm going to single white female you? Aren't you worried that I'm, I'm, I'm just wearing all your clothes and now we've merged. (laughs) That's real though. Like most, yeah, most of my clothes are hand-me-downs from friends and exes. Like just, and that's also helped me find my personal style. Like, well, I was attracted to this person who wears these clothes. What if I wore those clothes? Does that work for me? Like, (laughs) I know I did a tweet one time where I was like, the first, which is so funny because I didn't know I was trans at this point. And I said, the the first step of having a crush on a man is dressing just like him. <laughs> and I was like, ha ha, <laughs> relatable, right? And fucking I, everyone was probably just like this egg. <laughs> anyway. Glad to have you. 
Yeah, thanks. I made it. I finally made it to the party. You had the question about climate change too, and I didn't want to forget it. But what were you going to say? Oh, yeah, no, go for it. Well, I answer that one as well. Yeah, on my website, I list like my personal goals for my finances, because I think that's only fair since I'm asking people to tell me their goals for their finances. One of my goals is to prepare for climate change as best I can with the information I have. So one of those things is like first making sure that I have some level of preparation here in my home. You know, we had a a scare in Philadelphia recently that the tap water wasn't safe. So I already am in a position where I have enough gallons of water stored for me and my cat for a week, just like in the closet of my apartment. And like, I have canned food around, like I'm not taking it to like libertarian prepper, like (laughs) extent, (laughs) but just like looking around at what are the risks here? Like, during the uprising in 2020, there was a period of time where I didn't really want to go to the grocery store in West Philadelphia unless I was interested in getting involved in what was going on around here. So like making sure that I have just like food and water and like band-aids and Advil around my apartment for at least a week is just like the first level of being able to handle stuff kind of crumbling around us. And then the next step is to be thinking about where do I want to situate my life for the longer term? Like I'm still a renter right now, but when I do buy property, it's going to be property that I've thought through the location of. There's a website, riskfactor.org, where you can type in a specific address and it'll tell you how at risk you are of flood or fire or heat or wind damage. Oh my God, that's going to be so scary for all my all my little listeners with anxiety are heading there right now. Once again, 20 minute timer and then go watch Steven Universe or something. Like don't just... <laughs> 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 Don't spiral all night, please. Oh my God. You know, when I look at where do I want to buy, it's going to be looking at what are the safer locations for me to invest in property. You know, if I wanted to live in like New Orleans or Miami or something, I don't think that I would necessarily be investing in real estate there. I would want to be in a more temporary situation in those types of locations. So those are some of the things, right? And then also making sure that I am plugging into mutual aid and like, putting my efforts kind of equally into both mutual aid and saving into like the stock market and like traditional financial stuff. So that's how I kind of balance the fact that we have these financial structures we have to live under. And like, honestly, I think the stock market is going to be the last thing to go because the billionaires want that the most. <laughs> but in the meantime, also, how are we setting up structures to be able to feed each other and take care of each other whenever stuff is really scary? Yeah. Yeah, the amount of of it takes money to make money, right? Like the amount of people, it was truly eye-opening. What I had nothing to do with the stock market and then I started like looking at it and it was eye-opening how much you could just make more money on top of money. Like once I realized what day traders were doing, I was like, are you kidding me? And then they act like their jobs are so hard. Your job (laughs) is nothing. And you can come at me for this. Your job is click, click, click. That's your job. Unbelievable. So I learned, I figured it out. And you guys are just sitting there reading stuff and doing click, click, clickety clack. And that's your whole job. Yeah. Yeah. I think just also like learning this kind of thing. Like I felt much better about myself once I realized that that's what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. And that their job wasn't actually that smart. And you can come at me (laughs) and you can come at me. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. Do you have any parting (laughs) advice for my audience? Oh, just like, I know money is scary. Hopefully you're not totally avoiding it. And that's why you're listening to this amazing podcast. But like, it's okay that it's hard. 
It's okay that it sucks. It's okay to hate it. And I want you to like engage with it intentionally and just think through what you're doing with your money and your resources. You can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Mostly. Unless, Mostly. you know, we go, we all, <laughs> an asteroid hits and we all go underwater. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Well, then we won't have anything else to worry about. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram, RiverNice.FinancialPlanner, and on TikTok at RiverNice.Finance. Both of those places, there's a link in my bio with lots of free resources, like a budget spreadsheet and workshop recordings. And you can schedule a call with me if you want to talk with me. Thanks for having me, Gabe. Oh, thank you. Bad With Money with Gabe Shane Dunn is a production of Noted Bisexual, produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond M. Print Productions, edited by Diane King. Post-production sound by Coco Lorenz and music by Mike Kaplan, Zach Sherwin, and Jack Dolgen as sung by Sam Barbera. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals 24. Banking services debit card provided by Bancorp, Bank NA, or Stride Bank NA. Members of FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.